Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Good morning, evening, or afternoon, wherever you are. This is another episode of Togetherness and uh, Children's Mental Health Week. As you know, two weeks ago now, that's flown by. Um, we spoke to Ashley from Kidscape uh, about why children's mental health is so important, linking it in with bullying and the amazing work that Kidscape do, and about my ambassador role with Kidscape. I also spoke to Kerry and Donovan. Kerry is a volunteer coach at Shout, the charity, and Donovan uh, runs Gamers versus Mental Health, so he uses gaming to raise awareness of mental health, and also with his new clothing brand, he raises funds for different charities that help and support people. Now, we had a really good chat. Um, this was on Facebook Live, so I've had to get the audio back, so I do apologise if there's any like little issues with it. Um, but it was a really, really nice conversation, and Shout are absolutely amazing, 85258. Uh, they're a tech support service, so instead of picking up the phone, which can be quite hard when you're in times of struggle, you just give them a text. You text CONNECT to 85258, and they will connect you with someone who's just at the end of the phone to just be there which is really important and they're such a great organization i've used shout and um yeah i can't put into words how nice it was it was so hard to talk about what was going on so to text it instead made it just a, a bit more informal it was a lot a lot a lot a lot, a lot, a lot. i can't even talk it was a lot easier. Anyway, so please listen to the conversation we had and uh, a big shout out to Kerry and Donovan. And I do apologise to Donovan. I realised when listening back to the live stream that for some very peculiar reason I was calling him Damien for the first 5, 10, 15 minutes. So yeah, let's play it. Here we go. Hello. 
all right? Hey, I'm fine, thank you. You okay? I'm very well, thank you. Right, we'll just wait for one more person, Damien, and okay. uh, we should be on. We are, and uh, there is a, a wider team. Um, but yeah, introduce yourself, tell us a bit more about Shout. Okay, so um, I'm currently um, a coach, so I train all the um, volunteers that come through us. Um, not just me on my own, there is a, a wider team. Um, but yeah, so we have over 2,000 volunteers at the moment currently um, taking conversations on the platform. So um, we're a free 24-7 um, confidential text line. Uh, so anybody who is struggling to cope or just needing a bit of um support when they're um struggling with sort of mental health issues they can text us in um to 85258 um and just speak to one of our uh volunteers that are there to sort of help them and sort of guide them through whatever problems they're having at the moment fantastic and how long have you been doing that for uh i've been working for them for over a year but volunteering for over two now um so yeah so it's been amazing <laughs> shout uh an amazing charity i mean i've used shout myself when things get a little bit too much and you just need need someone to kind of listen to you when you're feeling a bit alone and it's it's a bit easier than picking up the phone isn't it uh just texting it feels a bit more informal some people find it difficult to do that if they're at home with a loved one and or there's other people around whereas texting it's it just feels normal like you're talking to a friend doesn't it yeah definitely i think um what makes us sort of slightly different is that we don't give advice on on the platform when we're talking to texters it's very much sort of in the moment support um so we usually do fine with a lot of our um service users that sort of access us for support they just want to be heard. They just want to be listened to. They want a voice, which they're not always given, um, especially with, you know, limited access to sort of mental health resources there are at the moment. Um, it is very much just sort of hearing and listening to them and just being there for them in that moment. And I think that that goes a long way. So I think it is sort of that first step in sort of early yeah. intervention before getting more support. Absolutely. And Donovan's just joined as well. Um, Donovan, can you hear me all right? Hi, Joe. <laughs> How are you, mate? You all right? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. So we've um, just introduced Kerry, who's a, a coach at Shout. Um, can you introduce yourself as well? Oh, can you hear me? Oh, he's just gone. He might be back. <laughs> oh, he's back. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Uh, so, Damien, can you just introduce yourself? Uh, we're live on Facebook and Twitter, and this will be put out on a podcast as well. And anyone that wants to comment, uh, join in, uh, you can do. I should be able to see everyone's comments as well. So, Damien, can you introduce yourself and tell us what you did? Uh, yeah. So, uh, my name's Donovan Bell. Um, I'm for, I represent a company called Gamers versus Mental Health. Uh, it's a company that started, uh, at the end of December, 20, 2020. Um, 
with a perspective of raising money and awareness for uh, people specifically, uh, those who play, who enjoy video games like myself. <laughs> um, oh, you've muted your mic again, Donovan. There we go. I think you're back. Hello. Hello. Right there you are. You're back. <laughs> Technical difficulties, always a thing. It is indeed. So, um, yeah, you do, you raise, you both raise a lot of awareness of mental health on Twitter, um, really spreading positive messages, which is key at the moment, uh, especially in the time we're in. Um, and this week is uh, Children's Mental Health Week. And with it, probably the most important one there has been in the current situation, uh, there's been a massive increase in deterioration with people's mental health and children have been struggling a lot parents have been struggling a lot as well there's been lots of changes you know less contact between friends family um why do you think this week is so crucial for children and young people Kerry? um i think the main focus should be on is giving children a voice um I think, you know, children do rely a lot on us as adults to sort of be their voice for them. Um, so I think it is important just so we take that time to sort of check in on them and make sure that they're OK, um, especially during the, the current pandemic. Um, I think children are being taken out of their sort of natural environment, um, not being in schools, not seeing their friends. Um, so it's been quite a scary time for them. And um think more than ever we're seeing especially through Shay, we are getting more and more sort of younger texters um messaging in at the moment um mostly through feeling isolated or um you know suicidal thoughts self-harming um so it is sort of highlighting that there is an issue there i don't think it's a new issue i think it's always been around i just think that now mental health is being more talked about that we're sort of covering everyone now which is great and donovan why why do you think it's important to have uh, well one this week why do you think it's what but why do you think these awareness weeks are crucial especially for children and young people i mean i think um we have a focus on uh, mental health awareness in adults uh, usually at the the start of may um and i think quite often um children in terms of their mental health and things kind of get a little bit forgotten about as far as the media and things like that is generally concerned. Um, you know, you certainly hear a lot more about the mental health struggles and issues that adults have. Um, so uh, honestly, it's a great thing that um, children's mental health is being brought, brought to the forefront. Um, I mean, they're people too. They struggle like we do. They have all kinds of um, different social and uh, issues like many adults can. So, um, yeah, I think it's it's really important that it's been, been uh, highlighted in this way. Leo, I mean, amongst this pandemic at the moment, the, there was a, a group of paediatricians last week that had, uh, that had written a letter to the government stressing that teachers should be prioritised for vaccines 
at the moment uh, because there is a big um, deterioration in the mental health of young people and it's having a serious effect, uh, especially with suicidal thoughts, uh, anxiety. There was another um, statistic that self-harm amongst females is has tripled since the start of the pandemic. And awareness days like these, um, sorry, I'm getting a few weird noises through my headphones. Um, but this is such a crucial time to get everyone talking. And I think, that, I don't know if you both agree with me, but the pandemics almost boosted this conversation. It, when it should be something that's spoken about all the time, but it has kind of made other people open up a little bit. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, I've got some stats here from our um, service users from 2020. So um, out of 56,000 texters aged under 18 that contacted Shay in uh, 2020, uh, 33% of those were suicidal texters. Um, 32% were suffering from anxiety and 31% with depression. So I think that's, it just shows that it's not new issues that are sort of cropping up. They have all, they have always been there, but I think the better services there are available and the more we can sort of get the word out to young people that there is help out there, um, that we can sort of get a better picture on what's going on with our children and young people at the moment. Absolutely, and that's key. That's um, quite a shocking statistic, really, isn't it? Um, uh, and I put a tweet out yesterday. Um, we've seen a lot in the news recently about social media and it being using not the best way. I mean, social media is great, especially at the moment amongst the pandemic. It's a great tool for connecting with people when you can't see people face-to-face Um but it seems like children and young people have so many more pressures now. Uh, I mean, no one takes a photo really and you see it. It's all with a filter. You can put this kind of almost perfect lifestyle out there and then people start comparing it to their own lives. Do you think um, that social media companies like Twitter, like Facebook, Instagram should be doing more to kind of promote you know, loving yourself, not necessarily putting these ads about oh, this diet or this diet or looking this way, and the fashion industry as well. I mean, there's so many different things, and it just seems children, young people, with this getting bigger and bigger every year, are just being sucked into this loophole where they're, it's a loophole of self-doubt, really. Donovan, what do you think? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, social media is an interesting one. Um, I mean, as far as, say, let's take take your um, sort of example related to Instagram. Instagram paints a, a perfect picture of somebody's life. Everybody will post content about all the positive things, and that's great. You know, it's always great to see people out and about enjoying themselves where they can, Um you know, and leading a positive lifestyle. 
The problem is you get the other side of that coin uh, whereby people find themselves sort of almost like in a in an envy or isn't that person having such a wonderful life mind not that way yeah. as an example you know so social media can be very double edged uh in that in that field um but also you've got the likes of um things like cyberbullying that exists um where people will try and belittle others through social media as well, you know, and there's a combat there that always has to happen. How well is that moderated by, you know, Facebook, by Twitter, by Instagram and so on. Um, it's, it's finding that balance. Um, I think about how, how these, this sort of type of content is policed in a way uh, to, to promote this whole, be comfortable in who you are, um, you know, you don't necessarily need to hide behind a filter all the time. You're perfect as you are. Nobody can be you better than you can. Of course. And I think that's such a great message. And I think we, we all have that moment where we think self, loving ourselves, self care is a pretty um, selfish thing. I don't, I don't know why. I think that's the way we've kind of thinking about others. Obviously is great, but you've got to look after yourself too. And the loving yourself just more and more i think now i'm noticing it a lot more where people just keep comparing themselves to other people i don't look like that or they have a nice life it's i totally agree that it needs to be policed in a in a better way uh we saw marcus rashford come out this week uh, with the abuse that footballers keep getting and it seems to be a platform where it's allowed to happen and that is just destroying people's lives. What do, you, what do you think should be put in place, Kerry, if you could say anything? I think, again, it's um, like what Donovan said. I think it's the, the policing of it, isn't it, and making sure that people are being held accountable for what they are doing online, um, you know, when it comes to trolling and online bullying and things like that. Um but, yeah, I do think, you know, social media can be used for a lot of good as well, as we all know. Um, so I think it is all about that light and, light and shade, isn't it? It's just making sure that, like, children and young people, they know what's wrong and what's right. And um, it's just spreading that sort of positive me- message and just just making them feel confident in themselves as much as we can um, in sort of the, the platforms we have. Um, to obviously try and push all that negative away. (laughs) Absolutely, that's vital, isn't it? And, you know, these positive messages that you promote, that Donovan promotes, that we we all do, um, I think it's it's extremely helpful seeing that, and they do appear on people's timelines. It's even waking up in the morning and seeing uh, a tweet from Shout, and it does it does uplift your spirits it starts your day off on a bit more of a positive a positive level uh, if you could give advice to children young people and this is just your own personal advice who are having a bit of a crisis who may be doubting themselves suffering from just a feeling of isolation with the four walls closing at the moment like what would you say to them uh, donovan do you want to go first <laughs> Sure. Um, I mean, I can only talk from my sort of own experiences, but um, the first thing 
if I was to give any advice is reach out to someone, to anyone, you know, you, you should never, ever feel like you're in a position where you're isolated and by yourself, no matter what you go through. There's always an ear. There's always someone to talk to. Um, I mean, as part of what uh, I'm trying to do with uh, gamers versus mental health is offer that where even if it's literally um, in the form of a support phone number to people like Shout, like the Samaritans and so on, just be there. That's the key. Someone will be there always. So never, ever feel like you have to struggle by yourself. You're not the only person that will go through times of crisis. Um, you know, there will be people that will have shared your experience in one way or another or can at very least empathize with it. So don't be afraid to talk about it more, more to the point. You know, there's always someone. Yeah, you're never truly alone. And at this time, we may be apart, but we're not alone. Um, and Kerry, what, what advice would you give? Um, definitely, it's, it talking helps. Um, it's just making sure young people think they know that they're in control as well, is that they do have the power to think, right, what what would help me right now, um, whether it is texting a service like Shout, whether it is talking, whether it's just writing it down, find what works for you um, and just get those thoughts out of your head and just somewhere, it doesn't matter where, but um, but I think it's just finding that sort of, uh, even if it's just a creative outlet, just to make sure that you're doing something with that negative energy. Um, so, yeah, I think that's what I would say. Yeah, definitely. I mean, writing it down really helps. I mean, um, a bit of free promotion for Kidscape as well, I guess. But they've uh, they've created these <laughs> lovely little uh, diaries uh, to it, well, it's for parents and children, and I guess adults as well. You know, uh, we, we can use them. But it's uh, just kind of channeling your feelings, writing it down. That's something that's really helped me, and but in a bit more of a positive light. And especially with parents, sometimes it's hard for a child to to open up it's hard to vocalize you know even for adults but as a child that's quite a scary thing um and just writing them down and for a parent to be able to see and look at what their child's going through instead of them having to vocalize is is extremely helpful and it's something which does keep children young people safe how have uh, kerry how have you found the lockdown <laughs> um probably painful like everyone else um so yeah i have um i have a 15 year old son so i think it's a bit hi steven <laughs> i think he's watching right now <laughs> hi, <Steven>. yeah <laughs> he'll be very happy with that um so yeah uh, it has been challenging um but again i think as a parent you always put yourself second to your child like your child or children like you're so focused on their education and whether they're happy and they're okay i think again i think a tip i would give to parents like that is just be kind to yourself first as well it's like we're all doing our best and um you know it will all get there eventually in the end so everything's going to be fine um but yeah it has been it's been very hard it's easily to feel isolated i think i'm more worried about what will happen after lockdown because i think you get worried that oh we're all in new routines now we're used to not seeing people so have, have people forgotten about me do they know i exist but um so i think that's going to be the next challenge is people returning to some sort of normality so i think that, that there's going to be that kind of anxiety as well of that 
contact with people because of obviously what's going on right now. You don't. You're going to be always be like, am I going to get something or or whatever? And again, that new routine. Like for me, I'm on the autistic spectrum, and the first lockdown. I mean, we're in the third one now, um, but the first one hit me so hard because. I was busy, I was out and about all the time, I love socialising, I also worked in a club in Northampton at the same time as well as uh, doing a load of other things and then all of a sudden it just stopped and it just felt like the world was just crashing around me and then I think there's that anxiety when we come out of the lockdowns, we've then got this, well we're quite rightly thinking it because we seem to just go back into them at the moment uh, but if we can take anything out of this, like I've always said, we're very adaptable as human beings. We've seen great ways that people have had to adapt. I mean, instead of being in the office, I mean, I've got a green screen behind me and everything, doing interviews from home, working from home. And uh, it's a tough time for parents as well. I mean, I know this is about children's mental health week, but like you said, you've, parents worry about finances. Is my child okay? You don't know when school's going to be open, but you constantly, like, you have to focus on your emotions. You've got your own worries as well as worries about your child, haven't you? Mm. And yeah. Donovan, how have, how have you found it? Um, it's been a learning curve, I think. Um, I mean, for me personally, I'd suffer with social anxieties anyway. So, um, in a weird way, lockdown hasn't affected me too much in the, that whole kind of face to face human interaction side of things. Um, however, like Kerry, I'm a, I'm a, well, I'm a parent. Uh, I have a nine year old little girl, um, who's really feeling the effects. Uh, to be honest, she's um, struggling with this whole not being uh, able to see her friends. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, a friendship interaction exists in, um, you know, a one hour Zoom call with the class once a week. You know, that, that's what the friendship circle is reduced to compared to, you know, playing tag in the playground and conversing and just getting all that childly fun that we all had, you know. Um, but at the same time, like like you said, Joe, you know, we've become adaptable. That's the biggest takeaway here. I mean, look at how um, conversation about mental health and things like that has now exploded as a result of, ironically, our more isolated environments. People feel a need to reach out probably on social media and things like that a lot more. So while the issues might have always existed, uh, people are freely able to talk about it more because maybe they don't have, um, you know, immediate friends that they used to be able to talk to about face to face. It becomes a more outreach thing, which in a way, like what we were saying to do with, um, you know, reaching out to people as a positive thing. Social media has been good for if you have had any kind of down day or anything like that, both children and adults, you know, um, reaching out through social media is a great and easy and accessible way to do that. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it's, it's the importance of checking in. It's, it's the simplicity, isn't it? It's not, it's not a difficult thing to do, but even the folk that there's less focus on those materialistic side of things. 
for me, like just going out for a walk, especially in the first one, we had some beautiful weather in the first lockdown. It was gorgeous. We've never seen weather like it. And then we can't go out and do anything typical. Um, but it was just kind of focusing on like, getting out and appreciating the freedom we have and the sound of the birds and nature around us. Like, it was such a simple thing that is around us all the time, but I didn't focus uh, on that. There were just so many other things that I just took it for granted. Have There's a lot of people that have like taught themselves some new weird or wonderful lessons, like we've seen cake baking has uh, become a, a big thing that people have learned new skills. Kerry, have you learned what, have you learned a lockdown skill? Um, I think uh, I've probably bonded with my laptop a little bit too much. <laughs> um, yeah, I think um, just I don't know what I've done in lockdown, really. I feel like I haven't been productive at all. But in, I've been working all the way through, you see. So it's... Um, I think that's probably my lockdown skill is mastering my um, coaching abilities <laughs> at work. But, uh, yeah, I think it's um, it's good to sort of look back on this time and just think of positives, which is something we've done with our volunteers and our texters is, um, through our sort of Twitter page is getting people to think about, right, what is the positives? What have you learned um, over the past few months that, you can take away from this really, really rubbish time. Um, and people have done all sorts, like learn new languages, like I said, learn how to play an instrument. So it's it's good that people are using that time to sort of appreciate the little things as well. Like you said, going for a walk and um, listening to the birds and doing all that sort of thing. It, it's great that people are doing positive things. Absolutely. And I'd just like to say quickly, like obviously, hello to everyone at Shout, like, you do amazing work. Everyone at Shark does amazing work. And it's it's been a tough time. I feel like the charity sector, the volunteers have been a little bit forgotten. But from my point of view, like you've been a lifesaver. And for so many people, you work tirelessly. So it's juggling around being a mum and volunteering for Shout as well. But a big thank you to you, to everyone at Shout. Um, and everyone at all the other organizations out there that are really working to better support people and have had to adapt as well it's been very difficult not being able to go into an office whereas now everyone's had to homework but yeah just sorry to jump in there but thank you no no like thank you i just want to say as well like our volunteers we always knew our volunteer community was amazing but how they've stepped up over the past few months has been amazing because everybody's going through the same thing as well so you go onto the platform you're talking to texters that are isolated and lonely and really suffering through the pandemic and our volunteers are going through exactly the same thing as well yet they still turn up take a shift and you know support people that are struggling they've been absolutely fantastic yeah they're amazing and I mean, without this pandemic, I wouldn't have connected with, well, one Kidscape. It's weird to think it's been a year since I've been an ambassador for Kidscape almost. But these connections that we've made and especially with Shout, and it's nice to kind of reconnect in a different way instead of um, a texter and to kind of work together to spread awareness of a great service and one which I think is incredibly important through this, through this time. So a big shout out to all of you. 
<laughs> and uh, Donovan, what have you learned any lockdown skills? Um, I've been learning to uh, play a musical instrument badly. Um, no, in all seriousness, um, I've learned to sort of socially interact online that bit better. Um, to be completely honest, like I say, I'm a bit of a bit of a hermit, a bit of a social introvert for the most part. Um, you know, and if anything, yeah, throughout the course of this lockdown, really, I've learned to just talk to people and actually make a point of improving my own mental health by being, by encouraging positivity in others as well. As, and, you know, and feeding off that for myself as well. Um, I would say, you know, over the last year, um, like Kerry, I've been I've been working full time throughout the, this whole uh, pandemic process. Um, but my need to social interact for both myself and my day job um, has never been greater as it stands at the moment. So, yeah, if anything, I'm a slightly more socially confident person than I've ever been, and that that's a great feeling. That's amazing. And it's nice to hear of a positive side to mental health as well. And perhaps it's given people a bit more time to kind of focus on it instead of this manic day-to-day working life and just focusing on work instead of our mental health, which should be a priority just as well as our physical health is. Um, and Kerry, how did you get involved in Shout? Because, uh, I don't know, there might be people watching that want to volunteer. Um, what was the process in doing something like that? If you want to volunteer for Shout, how do you go about doing it? Yeah, so I think when um, I applied, I think, because my background is in, um, I was a nursery practitioner, so I was an area manager for a childcare company for nearly 14 years. Um, so, so yeah, I've always been sort of interested in children, young people's sort of mental health and well-being and also looking after the staff as well. Um, it was becoming more and more evident that, you know, mental health issues was in, impacting their work. And, you know, as a manager, I, I felt like I needed to be more equipped to sort of help them with their issues. So selfishly, I was just looking online and um so shout we're looking for volunteers and obviously the training you get with us is absolutely amazing um so you can if you do want to volunteer you can go onto our website at www.giveusashout.org and you can sign up uh, to be a volunteer um so yes yeah, so you just have to apply um and then yeah we do like a training course and everyone's sort of like well prepared before they get onto the platform and supporting our texters um but i know a lot of our volunteers say that sort of our training helps them in everyday life as well um so i think it's like in any sort of sector job you do um it might be useful for you oh i think everyone's disappeared (laughs) absolutely oh can you still hear us yeah i can still hear you just everyone went (laughs) Um, no, it's. I think, especially mental health kind of first aid. Like even if it's just a basic level, like a basic first aid, I think this is crucial to have in in businesses at the moment. And if that, I mean, that's something I'm trying to organise. I mean, I'm just a one man band. Unfortunately, I can't do a lot just myself. But 
I think it's imperative that even businesses, especially now when funds are tight, uh, that training is key to make employee, uh, employees uh, felt like they're supported enough, especially coming out of this when it's going to be extremely tough, you know, that post-lockdown anxiety like you said earlier. Um, but, yeah, so uh, people can donate to shout as well can't they i think on the website and on facebook i think i added a donation link uh on the facebook stream i'm not too sure i will do that later but can people donate yeah i think it's through the facebook page or um i'm not sure if there is one on twitter but you can always message free um and someone from shape will sort of get back to them so yeah fantastic and these donations are key at the moment i mean charities are struggling businesses are struggling uh, so we can play our part to kind of keep amazing services like shout and place to be who's uh who's weak it is who created children's mental health week as well and uh just quickly leading on to that donovan you do a lot of work and um raise money for vital mental health charities as well don't you through uh through clothing that's right yeah so um how how we operate really is um 50 percent of all the profits made per sale uh gets collated together each month and then we i mean as it stands at the moment uh we're working quite closely with um mind uk and uh, a charity called safe in our world who are um a charity that specialised uh, in providing support and um, raising mental health awareness and things for those in the video game sector, be it from those who uh, are at the forefront of developing, designing, <laughs> writing, all that sort of thing, right the way down to uh, those who get to enjoy them and, uh, and share that on uh, the likes of YouTube and Twitch. That's uh, that's where they fit in, and uh, they fit in quite well with sort of the overall idea of what we're trying to do. With you know, support both young people and adults alike through the art form that is video games. It can turn out to be a great outlet, a great empathetic way to um, to sort of channel yourself in a in a not just a creative way, but also an emotional way too. Um, it's it's been a great tool for me um over the course of my life just a way of coping it, it's been an outlet for me um you know where some people will keep journals and, and things like that um you know video games has been my outlet being able to empathize with characters in distress or a fantasy story of some description and having that euphoria and that emotional connection that's there um you know that's kind of that's kind of what it's all about for us. It's supporting that outlet, especially for those that maybe don't necessarily have access to it um, as well. You know, that's where that fundraising goes towards. Absolutely. Um, that's great. And how, how can people find you guys on social media? Sure. So, um, so we're on Facebook at um, Gamers versus Mental Health Um we're also on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Um, if you ever want to reach out to us, we are actually um, in the process of looking for um, 
individual artists at the moment that want to put their submissions forward. Um, we'd like to work closely with any up and comers um, or if you just fancy having a go, quite honestly, um, we want to work with you. And then we would, uh, we would look to promote your designs and things like that on the clothing that we offer, you know, it'll be a limited experience thing, but it will, it will be a way of those people being able to put their, their thoughts and feelings to literal paper and, um, you know, sharing that. Oh, that's great. Thank you very much. So both of you just to finish off, um, just one last bit of advice to a child and to a parent that might be struggling at the moment, just to end the video and, uh, any other message you'd like to give for Children's Mental Health Week? Kerry? Uh, just talk to somebody, whether it's your parent, a friend, or if it is just texting into a service like Shite. Um, so, yeah, it's just reaching out to anybody. Don't keep it in. You're not alone. Um, and, again, um, if you go onto our website, there's lots of resources on there for parents and children and young people um, who are struggling at the moment um so yeah you're not alone thank you and donovan um yeah i mean it's sort of in line with what kerry said there you know make sure you reach out to somebody um if you ever feel um you're in a position where you're struggling you're not alone um but also um just want to to the parents out there too you know you're you're far from alone with the struggle that you're going through. Um, you know, there's all, there's always somebody that's sharing that experience with you. We're all, we're all facing a difficult time. We're all finding it challenging, but at the same time, you know, like we've discussed before, look back at the achievements you've had, look back at, you know, possibly if you were someone who, you know, was out of the house work wise more often than not, you got the opportunity to get that, reconnection with your children so much more now than you've ever had so why not look at the positives that you can pull out of the experience rather than worry about what tomorrow might bring i love that just i'm positive in every day especially in this situation which seems a bit doom and gloom at the moment and especially when you're watching the news it all seems very negative and the positives aren't really covered that much um see like kerry said you can text shout to 85258 um child line as well which is 0800 um and yeah like uh kerry and donovan said you know it's important not to suffer in silence we are all in a situation together at the moment and uh i think that's really important to remember you know we're not alone and when the four walls are closing in um you know, reach out and connect and look out for others. It's important to check in. And uh, I'll put the links to Shout and to Gamers versus Mental Health on my Facebook, and it'll be on, on this video a bit later. Um, but Kerry, thank you so much for joining, and Donovan as well. It's uh, been a nice little discussion. Um, sorry it was very impromptu, very um, <laughs> last minute, but I thought, you know, why not have a little chat? No, it's great. Thank you very much. Thank you, and thank you for the work you're both doing. Like, um, you're amazing, and say hello to everyone at Shout for me, and a big thank you to them too. I will do. Thank you. Thank you both so much. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Speak Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.